Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Dad Dukes Happy Hour. Today, we discuss Captain America Civil War, Star Wars Rebels Season 2, iPhone 7, and Star Trek's 50th Anniversary. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Sadkowski. <laughs> you forgot your name. That's a first. Well, That's no, what you get for reading scripts. It, yeah, well, listen... <laughs> It's the budget, I know. It, you don't have a producer sitting across from you. There's no producer. I mean, the the sound is, you know, we're still working on it. Where's the, Ann Wogue when you need her? She's working for a local station there now. We could always use her help. She's ever listening, which she probably never will. That's correct. Yep. So I understand that you're in the process of trying to vet and <laughs> get as close as you can to some polka. Polka music? Yeah, we'll, I think we'll have something next week. Okay. I think I can expend expend a little cash on that. Okay. All right. All right. We're doing the box office first? Uh, we can do the box office first. No surprise. I mean, Mr. Tom Hanks, number one, well, box office. Well, that is a surprise, isn't it? No. He doesn't, he doesn't crush it every time he releases a movie. No, but... This movie, I mean, come on, Sully? There's no way that was not going to be number one at the box office. That was such an amazing story that, you know. Okay. It, it's such not a surprise to me that he would get that. I, I mean, I don't think he's in line for any, you know, Academy Award or anything for it. But, um, you know, people eat that stuff up. They love it. Well, I don't watch plane crashing movies because I hate getting on planes. What about Airplane or Airplane 2? Did you ever watch those? No. Really? Was Dean Martin in one of them? No. Yes, he was. No. He, Dean Martin wasn't in an... You mean the comedy or you mean the, the serious? The comedy airplane with Leslie Nielsen. You know. Okay, I did. Was there a crash? They were yeah, just they, having they, fun. They, no, they crash. And okay. then, and then the, uh, the autopilot then takes off with his girlfriend in the crashed airplane. Oh, I was thinking Airport 75. No, that's all very right. different. All right. all right, got it. Okay. Sorry. Wow, way off topic here. Uh, what else is in the top five for you that just really struck a nerve? They all were struck a nerve. They were all pretty. I had no idea even when the bow breaks was coming out. Not a clue. Didn't know it. According to what I read, it's some sort of a horror movie where a surrogate mother is upset that someone's getting married. That's my horrible review of that movie. Now, don't breathe. I did see the trailer finally, and it looked really great. Yeah, well, so it was look, look I mean, really scary. It's getting close to Halloween. They're going to start throwing as many horror movies out right. as they can. So I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, I, you know, I just watched a movie called The Clown. No thanks. It's not The Clown. It's Clown. Um, yeah, yeah, I've, I've I've seen the trailer for this thing. It's really creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I may go over it when we we do our Halloween roundup stuff. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll watch it though. I'm not a big fan of clowns. You're such a wimp. Okay, thanks. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. All right. It's creepy cool. Well, okay. you're, you're into that kind of thing. I am. So. All right. That's fine. All right. What? <laughs> Is that it for box office roundup? That's really all I care about going through. I mean, there's nothing nothing huge there. War Dogs didn't do so hot, right? 
Uh, no, not really. That should have been way more impressive, right? Only $39 million so far? Yeah, I can't tell if it's Miles Teller that people don't like or if it just wasn't a very good movie. I mean, Jonah Hill clearly has the acting chops to get it done, and Wolf of Wall Street, he was great. I mean, they're both somewhat biopics, but this one, for some reason, no, people just, it didn't, it didn't uh, reach at all. Um, maybe it'll do better on, on Blu-ray. Maybe it's just one of those movies that people just you know, didn't really care about wanting to spend the time in the theater. And I also think it came out just before school started, so it's okay. one, not one of those ones that I would want to rush out and see. Right. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So let's talk Captain America, Civil War, right. Blu-ray edition. Yeah, man, yeah. You mean the number one movie in the world for the year? For the year. That, that movie? That movie. Okay. What were your thoughts? Well, I've been a Marvel Comics fan since, like, I was born. And uh, I think they could not have gotten this movie more right. So I, I love the fact that they were able to put that many characters on the screen and not waste an enormous amount of time talking about the origin of those characters and just letting them interact and do something and have fun. It's really not that fun, but they do have their moments. But there is a lot of heavy-handed, incredible revelations going on in this movie. And I don't necessarily know. I know you don't watch Marvel Comics movies religiously, so I'd be interested in your take on what you thought as a kind of mild manner passing bystander watching this movie. I liked the introduction of Spider-Man, and I actually think that when they finally release a standalone Spider-Man film, uh, that's going to be fun. I mean, he... And I don't remember the actor's name that plays him now. Cause, Tom Holland. Okay, because he's like the fourth Spider-Man. Right. Um, at least. <laughs> at least. Um, he was great. It was a lot of fun. And the scene with him and Tony Stark yep. in his bedroom yep. was probably, I think, one of my highlights of that movie. For sure. Which is bizarre. I can give you something from the commentary track if you care to hear. And you'll get a kick out of this. They They were shooting this. And Tom Holland was sitting on the bed, and he did not block the scene right, and he had his foot, his leg. And Tony is supposed to sit next to him. So Downey Jr. basically acts like the the professional he is, and it weaves into the scene that moment where he just oh, where tells, he tells him, him, get your yeah. get your leg out of the way. Move over, I'm sitting down. <laughs> and then he sits down, and... Um, that was just kind of improvised, and it was really cool the way it played out because it's like he's now a paternal figure, and he's just playing with him, and it was fun. And I think during the, you know, the big battle scene, he's having a lot of fun as Spider-Man. I mean, And he's really strong. Really strong. Compared to the other characters yep. at points, right? Yep, for sure. Um, I had some issues with the audio on this DVD huh? where the... It was so quiet at some moments, and then it would just like turn into like explosions almost, you know, next. And right. then it was almost like I'm constantly fidgeting with my remote to turn it up and down and up and down because it's just like sometimes I can't hear them talk because they're it's so quiet. Right. Other times there's explosions, and I'm quickly trying to turn it down because it's so loud. Right. I don't know how you fix that in a movie like this because it's all over the place, but that was definitely what I spent half of my time doing <laughs> watching this thing. Interesting. Um, I didn't notice that. I thought at times it was a little 
long in the tooth. I think they could have cut down a little bit. And I also, um, I mean, I know like some, some elements they're setting up for the next Avengers movie. Um, and so I'm fine with that, but I was a little confused by the importance of Daniel Brühl's character being locked into this sort of high security cage at the very end of the movie. And that didn't really make any sense to me. Um, it was also sort of one of these things where it just seemed like no one could really ever hate each other for that long. And then they right. immediately are sort of like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm hitting you in the face, but I'm still your friend. Right. Um, I mean, I get it's playful and I get it's a comic book. It was just a little weird. It was, it was hard at times to follow whether they were legitimately angry with each other or whether they were just fighting for the sake of fighting. Um, because they had nothing better to do. I mean, it was a good Marvel film. I don't think it was as good as the Avengers movie. Really? Uh, no. Why not? I, I just think that they that was an origin story that was really well done. And I think in some instances, I wasn't really clear why they needed all of those characters on the screen. I think they could have done away with you know, two of them, and it probably would have been fine. I mean, Hawk, Yeah, but would, didn't you enjoy Paul Rudd? Yeah, he was fine. And he just came out of nowhere. But he also isn't in it very long. And, you know, except for the one area where he sort of does his magic trick and becomes reverse Ant-Man. Well, I'll just say, if you have been a comic book reader for decades and have gone through all of these massive crossover stories where just heroes, dozens of them, go into books and you have to buy a hundred books to read the entire story... I really appreciated the fact that they could put a movie together for under two and a half hours that had that many cool characters going at it. Was, was it, it was over two and a half, wasn't it? It was roughly two and a half, right? Yeah. Two, so is there ever a situation where Spider-Man is with the Avengers, or is this new for this film? He is with the Avengers at some point. Okay. Um, it just so happens that they got licensing from... Uh, Sony. From Sony to put him in the film and they're going to definitely work he's now part of the marvel cinematic universe the marvel cinema so disney's good with him now and black panther's got his own movie coming out right? that's right and he was pretty cool he was pretty cool yeah i didn't have a problem with his character he's he's pretty good vision i think was okay um did you like thaddeus ross remind me who that was again okay He's the Hulk. He's the general who's been searching and trying to stop the Hulk. Okay. John Hurt, okay. who's the Secretary of State now. Right. That was really, really on. He was a comic book fan. Yeah, he was fine. So, so why no Hulk? Why no Thor? Just couldn't fit him in? Probably couldn't fit him in. Couldn't, couldn't pay the additional staff time? No, for... I think they could have paid the additional staff time. Maybe, you know, there were over 2,700 effects in this movie. So yeah. it would have got really bad if Thor and... And Hulk showed up. <laughs> but it, it sort of leaves... Because the next one is Avengers Affinity War, right? Right. Part, part one. No, it's it's going to be one movie now. Oh, it is? I thought yeah. it was two. No. They're not breaking it into two. Okay. They're calling it something else for the second. Okay. The so part. are they just going to be back to buddies again? Or are they going to... I, mean, they I s- don't know, and I'm not spoiling the movie for anybody, because there was a scene at the end of this movie, the third act, that was pretty heavy like really heavy right. between, I'm not going to even bring it up, between Bucky and the Cap and uh, Iron, Man. Iron Man. So, Yeah, but, we'll then, s- but we'll then the very last yeah, scene of I the know. film 
is left it open where we don't see eye to eye, but I'm always here for you kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we'll see. So, I mean, they, they can't really do an Avengers movie without Captain America, in my opinion. I think, yeah. I think they, yeah, of course. But Downey Jr. is done after these next two Avengers movies, right? I mean, this is it for him. I think he's appearing in Spider-Man. Okay. He'll be in that, too. And that's it. For now. Yeah. I mean, you know, money talks. Right. He should just milk this until he can't act anymore. Why not? I mean, Stan Lee makes a cameo. He's in every one of these things. Why would and he not? And by the way, probably the funniest Stan Lee cameo in the movies. I don't know why it struck me as funny yeah. with what he did. It was great. But I'm still laughing well, about and it. And I think I know why, because Rhodey <laughs> just takes it and runs with it. And it's so great because, yeah. you know, it, it just it's, it's very funny. So I think it's, I think it's worth the purchase um again it could just be my tv i doubt it but having to jump volume up and down again it wasn't so much the action sequences it was just the one-on-one dialogue there were times where i just couldn't really hear them clearly and i'd constantly jack the tv way up just to hear what they were saying right um and i haven't seen that with some other films uh also because it's a Disney property, be prepared. You've got to jump through the hoop of trying to skip all the previews. Although they make it was it's, like one, wasn't there? No, they, they make also leave well, a menu up there to they, get you. Yeah, through they there. tell you to get past it, but you've still got to like swipe side to side to get to actually play the movie, which is really annoying. I would love it if they would just do away <laughs> with that in general because it's such an annoying practice. Um, so I'll mention the extras. Go for it. I don't know if you did them all. I did look through. Them. I I did the deleted scenes, the deleted, which and, were useless, which were useless, and the bloopers, of course, uh, which it, are yeah, which were even more useless. I've rarely seen a good not, gag reel. Not from from any of the Marvel movies. No, they've been pretty rough. Last good gag reel I saw, liar liar. Uh, Anytime you get Jim Carrey in a gag reel, yeah, or Robin Williams for that matter, he's did some pretty great gag reels. All right. Bloopers, whatever you're calling them. So the extras, you're going to get an optional optional commentary track with the directors and the writer. Of course, the director is Joe and Anthony Russo, who um, did Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which was another great movie. And those guys in the commentary track spend a lot of time at looking at the story and how everyone fit into the story. So it's definitely worth listening to. I enjoyed it a lot. They also throw in a lot of little nuggets, like, for example... Do you remember the scene where Tony Stark uh, runs into a grieving mother? Yes. Okay. So they said they kind of took that right out of the grieving mother confronting Sheriff Brody in Jaws. Now, one thing I want to ask you about that, isn't that the same actress who is in Suicide Squad? really familiar. I think she is the main sort of person who selects the, the members yeah, of the yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Vi- Viola Davis. I'm pretty sure that's who that was. Um, I don't know if that was. We'll check and, and confirm that after the break, but I think it was, so I don't know if there's any significance to that. Right. Um, maybe there is. Since we never saw Suicide Squad, it might be really apparent. Um, All right. But. There's also a two-part, 44-minute kind of overview of the production. A lot of good stuff in there. A lot of good interviews. They talk about... Um, a lot of the work they did with the fight choreography and the combat techniques that were used. I like that a lot. And then there's a couple of short vignettes, about four minutes each, about Captain America and Iron Man. They look at the characters, their motivations, and some of their recent appearance in films. So overall, it's probably one of my favorite 
films of the year, but maybe not my favorite Blu-ray release because I've seen other ones. I'm going to hold back on that because we still got three months to go, four months to go here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, last thing, uh, Iron Man's suits, they're getting more compact Yeah. and expanding out. Do you like it? Do you not? Yeah. Why not? Um, and I think the moment when he's fighting um, Bucky in that cafeteria area, right. and he's able to stop that bullet because yep. his, his gloves on is pretty darn awesome. It's, yeah. But on the other hand, you know what's fun is watching that in comparison to what um, his buddy Rhodey was wearing the whole time. Which looks War like machine a, looks like it was a beat up. It looks like a dump truck. Right. Right. I mean, he, it, that's some serious equipment. That's pretty cool, though. Um, and, um, and is there a significance to Piper Potts not being in this? Pepper Potts? Pepper Potts. Piper Potts. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, no. I, that one, I think they definitely wasn't worth the cost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To pull Gwyneth Paltrow in. I mean, I mean, was there a reason she's not in it? There was no reason. She could have popped in. I, I think... Okay. In the story realm of it, maybe there's a lot of heavy stuff going on in Tony right. still, right? Right. This just added to it. So and do you it, think it was there for that whole for that sole purpose? Why not? Sure. I mean, because I think they could have just cut that completely, right. and it wouldn't have affected the storyline at all. That's true. Um, but he's going through a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah, he's having a moment. And it gets worse as the film I progresses. I mean, he's, he's having a midlife crisis. Right, easily. Easily. And that's another really nice piece of this movie. This movie is just not... It's not simple Avengers. It's more like complex human Avengers, and they're touching on topics like if you have a weapon of mass destruction, do they let them roam wild, or do you have to do something about it? Right. Anyway, I don't want to get that deep. That's fine. That's, that's heavy. Thanks. When we come Breaking. back, let's talk Star Wars Rebels Season 2 yep. Blu-ray. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. And we're back. Really? Star Wars, Rebels, Season 2, Blu-ray. Have not watched them. It's all on you. (laughs) Can you carry this segment is what I need to know. No. I'm going to sit here and read off my review. Well, I did a review of this last week. Um, I did watch every episode, probably some of them twice, because they're that cool. So if you're a Star Wars fan, this is clearly a great place to enjoy between films, kind of what's going on in the universe during a period roughly 15 years after Order 66 happened and the Jedi were supposedly wiped out and the Emperor took over. And his, of course, his minion, Darth Vader. So that's a great setting. There's this motley crew of rebels um, with a Jedi Knight, uh, Kanagenis, uh, a kid named Ezra Bridger, who's his apprentice, his Padawan. And there's a couple other characters, like this guy who looks like uh, a purple version of Chewbacca named Zeb. There's um, a Mandalorian, which is like a Boba Fett character named Sabin Wren, and uh, a female Twi'lek named Hera. And that Twi'leks are the ones with those long tendrils on their head. You know who I'm 
Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. So anyway, those those guys get together and they fly around the galaxy in a ship called the Ghost. And this year, this season, they had some really cool stuff happen. Um, the famous clone trooper, Captain Rex, was around. Uh, the former Padawan of Anakin Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano, is now part of the series. Princess Leia Organa makes an appearance, and we get some more Yoda. And you could bet your sweet bippy that Darth Vader and Ahsoka meet and go at it. And it's um, pretty amazing. It's actually the season finale, two-part season finale. And it's a show that if you are even remotely interested in Star Wars, you need to be watching. And if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, there's tons of really cool stuff in it. Like one of the coolest things is there's a lot of character designs based on Ralph McQuarrie's work in the original Star Wars. And you can see that in the Darth Vader and Zeb and uh, some of the ships, which is really neat. And once again, if you get the Blu-ray, you can just sit there and binge watch the whole thing to your heart's content. And there's some great extras. you have any questions? Bet your bippy? That's my question. Laughing, laughing, 19, late 60s. That's... Really? I mean... Not even close? Not... Goldie Hawn, Rowan, and Martin laughing? I mean, I know of laughing, but I don't know that <laughs> phrase. That has not carried well it, it in has. It has in my circles. Okay, in your circles. Are we that far apart? Not, not terribly, but no, I've okay. never heard that. Um... How about Heavens to Murgatroyd? I mean, I do know that one. Okay, that's good. Okay. Snagglepuss fan. Thank okay, you. that's good. Thank you. Um, cool stuff that you want to know. There's, there's this... Uh, every episode comes with a uh, six-minute long wrap-up called Rebels Recon, which has already been released all over the place, but it's still nice to have them in one spot where they get to interview the co-creator of the show, Dave Filoni, the writer, Henry Gilroy... The, the resident Star Wars expert, Pablo Hidalgo, and even uh, one of my favorite artists, Killian Plunkett. And they talk about just a lot of cool stuff about the series. And there is the, the big, the only problem I have with the Blu-ray set, to be very honest here, is there's nothing really great in the extras area. Yeah, the Rebel Recon stuff's fine, but you've seen it already. And they only add like a four-minute Easter egg featurette and they had a uh, six minute look at the epic duel with uh, Ahsoka and Darth Vader which is okay I mean it's nice to hear that James Earl Jones is doing the voice and all that kind of stuff but I really would have liked more does it come with a code to get the digital or is it of just... course okay yes well and you know the interesting thing that is because Disney doesn't want to go with ultraviolet right they've got their own system right. set up which is kind of a bit of a pain right. if you're, you're trying to be like all-in-one Flickster kind of guy or something like that. Yep. But whatever, it's Disney. And I do want to mention that Season 3 is, is uh, debuting on September 24th, and they are going to bring in the blue-skinned Admiral, Grand Admiral Thrawn, who uh, Star Wars fans know from a 1990 novel, 1991 novel, Heir to the Empire. But they've also probably seen him in comics and the video games and some action figures, so he is a major... Bad butt. I don't want to say ass. Can I say ass? You bad can, ass. You, you can. Bad ass in the galaxy, and he's back. And that should make things further complicated for the ghost crew. And where can you catch it when it's actually on before it hits Blu-ray? 
Disney XD. I hope. That's what I got on that. Then that's let's go with that. I wish you were a Star Wars guy. You know, it was just it just hit the wrong time for me. I was right, right in the middle of it and you didn't like it. No, I um, never saw any oh, of the originals. You went with Ghostbusters. I did. And and that's <laughs> Look really, where that's led you. That served me so well. One movie. You at least have... I'm going to definitely try to mention Ghostbusters in every show we do. You at least have four good movies now that you can credit back to. Soon to be five, because Rogue One's probably going to be pretty amazing. Yeah, and that's going to be something. But, too. you know, you do have three bombs that you have to live with. And the Ghostbusters extended edition is definitely coming out soon. <laughs> Yeah, I'm frustrated. We're gonna to have to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could bet that's coming. Oh, it is coming. There's no question about oh, that. It's 35 extra minutes of yeah garbage. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk iPhone 7. Stick around. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. In case you've been living under a rock, the iPhone 7 was finally announced, along with a watch, version 2, and absolutely no MacBook Pros, MacBooks, MacBook Airs. Actually, no hardware that has to do with a computer. Are they done? Was announced. <laughs> I'll so, stick with my iPhone 5S. So the iPhone 7, the big takeaways are that it comes in a darker than dark black, which, like, it's jet black. Jet, jet. And it's something, the way that they infuse the color is essentially like it's like a part of the process of molding the material. Black hole black? Yeah. You get near it, your finger gets sucked into so, it? Something like okay. that, which immediate, everyone immediately says, you're going to scratch this in two seconds. Right. The phone now is waterproof and can be submerged for up to 30 minutes. They dropped the headphone jack, which was... We could all look back on this day and be like, oh, that was the smartest move ever. (coughs) It is so stupid, and it makes no sense except for the fact that it was the only way they could get the waterproof certification. It has to be. They claim it's because they needed more room in the device for a chipset. I don't think so. I think they needed it because it was a waterproofing issue. Right. Um, so now you're going to get a pair of headphones that's going to plug into the lightning port, which for those of us who like to have our phones plugged in while we listen to music, maybe when we're at work, is now going to be impossible to do. But I saw that somebody already came up with a fix for that, like Belkin or one of the third-party companies. Oh, they companies. create a splitter? Yeah. <laughs> of like, course. It's only 40 bucks. It's only Something 40 like bucks. 40 bucks. Right. I, I don't, don't quote me on that. But. And if you want to be able to listen to music... And be able to charge your phone at the same time for a cool $169.99, you can buy Apple's new wireless AirPods, which, might I add, only last five hours between charges. So yet one more thing to have on your desk that you need to have plugged in and charged throughout the day if you use them religiously. Not to mention, they really look like you are going to either, someone's going to walk by and steal them out of your ear. Right. Immediately. Or you're just going to be walking and they're going to fall out. Without. Or, or I'll give you two examples. that Number one, my wife would lose them in probably 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. There's no chance. It doesn't end up in a purse somewhere and they're gone. They're gone. Number two, I run. So They're going to fall out of your ear. Those suckers better be like 
impacted in my ear. No, you got to use like painter's tape or something to hold them in. I mean, <laughs> you won't look too stupid. No, I mean, with gaffer's tape around your ears. I, I, I don't, I don't know why they would go that route and not provide like an optional harness device or something to wrap around your neck which is funny because when they introduced a couple beats headphones that are coming out oh, with, yeah. with the same chipset i've seen tons of wireless headphones that have like tether but these straps between but them. the new headphones have a specific chip in them that re- that allows them to pair between devices instantaneously just by opening the cap of the container that the headphones are in all right and so these airpods have them as well as two um of the Beats headphones, but and those do have harnesses on them, but that's it. So I'm gonna wait at uh, I'm gonna wait it out. I'll use the adapter that's gonna come with the phone, which they were smart this time and actually are including the adapter. So you're getting the phone? No, I'm not gonna no, get the no. phone. Not right now. I okay. mean, I don't see the point. Um, but I think you know, there's a lot of articles that have said Apple has sort of lost their wow factor. And I think they've done things to strategically align themselves with their competition because Samsung has had uh, waterproof phones for a long time. They've had phones with much better cameras than the Apple device. They've had good battery life. They do wireless charging, which some Mm -hmm. people are arguing that's Apple's next play, which is why they don't feel like the lightning adapter issue is an issue for that long. Um, if you want a better camera, then you've got to upgrade to the seven plus, which is going to have two cameras in it, one for, um, ups and one for sort of long distances away. And they've done some pretty slick hardware processing there, which is nice. Um, but it's nothing to write home about. It's a faster device. It's got more storage. The, the, the default I think is 32 and then it goes 128 and then 256 which is sort of a new introduction um but it's not it's not terribly different than the um than the six the biggest change to the device outside of dropping the headphone jack is that the home button is no longer our true home button so much like when they got rid of the scroll wheel with the ipods and they went with more of a touch solution this is now um essentially a port that sits there that can be controlled by many different things, but it doesn't actually have the, the true tap feel. It, it kind of gives you a vibration. Um, so that's the, that's their biggest thing is that they changed the home button on it. Otherwise, it's great that it's now waterproof. I mean, thank you for that because, you know, you spill, you're outside in the rain and you get one droplet in the speaker and the phone is dead. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. It's also stereo. It's no longer a single speaker. There's one on the top and one on the bottom. Um, but these are things that you would normally expect to see when you go from like a 6 to a 6S, not to a major release. A lot of people are speculating that the 7 is actually not the major release. They seem to think that the 7 Plus or the 7S will be called something different and will be much more revolutionary and that they just didn't have time to do it. Um, That's the speculation. Um, So I'm not necessarily sure you want to go out and drop 800 bucks on a phone. Um, unless you were a moron and you spent $30 a month to get the I can replace it every year plan, which is a huge waste of money. Um, If your phone works and it's stable and it does what you need it to do, I can't really see how this device is doing anything for you, considering 99% of the population is not going to go wireless with these AirPods. That's not the reason to go buy it, because again, it's another 170 bucks on top of the phone. Um, So save your money. 
and make sure that you keep hassling Apple to come out with computers because that's what they are. And their lineup is really old and they need to do something about that. That's what they should be focusing. Wow, that was really informative. Thank you. Anything you'd like to ask? I, there's no. Okay. You covered it, man. I know. It's frustrating. It, it was it was one of the more lackluster releases. And, they, and they've had a bunch of those lately, so I don't know. If... You can't tell Todd likes Apple. He does. I do he like Apple. He just really wants them to I mean, <laughs> offer something. It's just they need to, you know, there's just nothing new here. There's no game changer. And, and the comment of removing the headphone jack and the reason they did it was courage. That, that was, we did it because we're courageous. And it's like, no, you did it because you couldn't certify the device as waterproof. I mean, say, right. say for what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see in a year if this is an issue and if sales drop, and they could because people are going to stick with their existing phones. Um, I certainly don't think Beats is going to make a ton of money off of these headphones. There's, I mean, if, There's if way it, too many headphones out there. If it's just a matter of using this special chipset that Apple developed just for the sole purpose of pairing the devices easier, I just don't see it. I mean, you know, I like my Bose headphones. I'd rather use those. I'm not really going right. to go out and buy crappy Beats headphones because they don't sound very good. Um, so pretty lackluster. I think that's kind of the general consensus across the board. Okay. All right. We're going to do one more segment. We'll talk briefly on Star Trek's 50th anniversary, and we'll talk what's coming up in theaters this week and what's coming out on Blu-ray this week, so stick around. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Star Trek. Oh. 50th. Are we just going over what's in the new set? In general, I think it's pretty amazing that a television series and their films can stick around and be in pop culture for 50 years. That's pretty impressive. Just as impressive that William Shatner's still alive. Yeah, considering how frail everyone else looks. Yeah. And, you know, besides being fairly overweight he's still going he's, he's, in, he's in his 80s right i don't know it gotta, be. gotta be um all right so you want to know what's in the 50th anniversary blu-ray set let's do it we get star trek the original series on blu-ray and i believe i'm 100 percent sure that's the remastered ones right they did a lot of work on those and they're great um you get the animated series you get star trek the motion picture you get star trek 2 the wrath of khan the director's cut, and the original. You get three, Search for Spock, four, The Voyage Home, five, The Final Frontier, six, The Undiscovered Country. Um, you get a multi-part documentary on the journey to silver screen. You get an insignia pin. You get mini posters. And I guarantee you, you get all the extras, which is probably what they're saying here is over 20 hours worth of content. So seriously, lots of stuff. If you're a Star Trek fan, you will never leave your basement watching this stuff. you got to think weeks. Well, and, I, and, and even for the 50th edition release that they came out with, they also re-released the, what is it now, 12 film blu-ray set right for a, a much reduced rate it was down to like 50 bucks i think right great um, deal which is a great deal and 
you know, the the new cast has signed on for yet another film after this one. So they will go into the 51st year and yep. along with a new TV show. The, the what, first, what's that on? Hulu? So the first <laughs> episode will be on CBS. Everything else goes to CBS All Access, which I think is going to kill it. There's no chance. But, you know, there are diehard Trekkies who will pay for it. It's just okay. CBS All Access is just not great. Unless that, it stinks. And that's called Star Trek Discovery. Right. And the ship is called the USS Discovery. And where does that take place? What part of the universe? Do you know? It is... Uh, I don't mean to put you on the I spot. think it has... It's between the original series and the Next Generation series. That's my understanding. Okay. It looks very Klingon-esque. Are there any quarks? No one knows. Right. No one knows anything. Is that they, a thing? They've is a quark is it's a quark thing. There is a there is a character named Quark. quark. What what oh he's a Ferengi. I think he's Deep Space Nine, <laughs> I wanna say. Never mind. Yeah. All right, what's on the theaters next week? Oh at the is, theaters. What is what is you know, I think here's my bet. So we have the Blair Witch remake called Blair Witch, which is coming out. Which really confused me. Yeah. I thought it was a sequel, but my understanding is, is it's a remake. It might be a Wait, reimag- really? It might be a reimagining. I don't know because they did Blair Witch Two, remember, right, which, which no one a, went to see. Right. I think this is either a reimagining of it. It can't be another sequel. Um, Bridget Jones's Baby. Is that a reimagining of That's, Renee Zellweger? Ringer. There's there's two words for this, and it's called cash grab. Yeah, and that's the only thing that this is here for is a cash grab. Snowden, which looks good. Oliver Stone? Oliver Stone. Right. Probably not going to be number one. I would assume that Blair Witch will take it. Um, but it'll give it a fighting chance. Sully could also very well easily Stay be in it. number one. It right? could. It could. Um, and then a bunch of other movies that I don't really know anything about. And they're not really in that many theaters anyway. <laughs> One film which is opening in two theaters, one which is opening in a hundred. So clearly, this is not. like NPR light. Thank you. Um, and Labor Day really screwed us up, by the way, because I didn't mention cool stuff that that was coming out. Like, for example, did you get to see the People versus OJ? No, you but never watched it. But now it's on Blu-ray. But now it's on Blu-ray. I, I got to look at that. I got to review it. There's some good stuff on there. And of course, one of Todd's favorite films comes out this Tuesday. Want to guess? You, you can't guess. I don't even want to know. Aliens. Okay. 30th anniversary edition. Yep. Yep. You'll be looking at that this week. I will be looking at that this week. One of uh, my favorite sci-fi films of all time. Right. The Conjuring 2, which I love the first one. Cannot wait to get back to the uh, Warren clan and what they're up to. So that's cool. And that's about it because we did Civil War and that's out this Tuesday. And um, I do want to mention the Iron Giant Signature Edition, and that was worth mentioning because it's one of the greatest animated films of all time. Fantastic. And uh, we might go over that soon, too. And next week, do we know what we're doing next week yet? Having a clue. I need a segment for next week. I mean... I've got an interview with, with the guys, with one of the guys who um, built the Field of Screams in Pennsylvania. Awesome. Which is some really cool haunted attractions. So we'll go over that for sure. I mean... You'll mention Ghostbusters. I'll mention Ghostbusters you'll, again. You'll try to argue and maybe even be able to crowbar in some polka for the next I, one. I'm going to have a polka. Okay. Mark my words. I'm buying the polka this week. Okay. All right. Well, as long as it's is worthy 
of, right. of this happy hour that we do. Yes. Then I think it'll be it will fine. It'll be upbeat. Okay. All that's, right. That's all that matters. Thank you. All right. I am Todd Stoll. I'm still Joe Zadkowski, I think. Last you checked. Yeah, I am. Thanks, everyone. Bye.